Hey guys, just want to drop into this episode before it starts and let you know that we have a live show coming up. The new Entertainment System podcast live at Planet Comic Con in beautiful Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Saturday, March 21st, 12.30 p.m. in room 2505A, though we will be in many different rooms, probably a bathroom once or twice, who knows. You can check us out there. Uh, we're going to be there with actually the guest on this year episode, Brock Wilbur. We're also going to be joined by Ray Apollo um, and then some guys named uh, Nathan Brandit and Cam Kanak will be there. I don't know. They might be cool. But hey, come check it out. We're going to do basically like an hour uh, version of this show with um, two guests instead of just the one. And we'll also be in and around Kansas City that entire weekend. So if you want to meet up with us at a barcade or something like that, we can absolutely try to make that happen. So yeah, live show. It's happening. Oh my God. Uh, here's the episode. Uh. Hello and welcome to the New Entertainment System podcast, the show that uses the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 31 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> and I'm your host, Decam Koenig. And today we are joined by a boisterous guest. <laughs> he is currently the editor-in-chief of the Kansas City Culture magazine, The Pitch. He's a cat dad to the trash boys and has been described as a bamboozled Super Saiyan. He's the very tall guy with love to spare and anger to rent. It's Brock Wilbur. How's it going? Oh, pretty okay. How are you guys? It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of reserved. It's fine. You know. <laughs> the hell yeah in the beginning too. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very pleasant. I've got my chamomile tea and everything's ready to go. <laughs> I'm just going to do the whole episode as a uh, Reb Valentine, just a big snuggle energy. <laughs> Huge tea time calmness. Good. Excellent. So what do you, what do you do at the pitch? Well, I, uh, I, I run a local magazine uh, where I find uh, writers and then I say, Hey, do that, th do that thing you do. And they're like, yeah. And then uh, we mostly make deadlines. Uh, really, it's my first major uh, time uh, being editor in chief somewhere. Uh, I've been a freelance writer for 15 ish years. So I feel like it's karmic revenge for every editor I was ever <laughs> shitty to and every stupid excuse I ever gave for a bad line deadline. And every time like I turned in a draft that I'd clearly written drunk and not edited because now I'm getting to I'm getting all those same things. And like when I get excuses, I, I'm like, no, here's the thing. That's my thing. I invented that excuse. <laughs> I see what you're doing and it won't work on me. Yeah, so you're you're right now you're in like the the five shitty freelancers you meet in hell, like that yes. little book. <laughs> yes, right? that's the book. <laughs> but this isn't a podcast about books that don't exist. This is a podcast where a robot makes his video games. So it's now time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. Um I did a backflip in anger at this one because it's so crazy, but Today's game from me is a Phoenix Wright game that is a third-person shooter, but it stars a big-ass giraffe. <laughs> Jack Hughes. <laughs> so, so, in this one, I guess, is Phoenix Wright going to be the big-ass giraffe? For those that don't know, this got added into the robot, and uh, it was supposed to be a reference to Jeffrey the giraffe from uh, Toys R Us, but I liked it that it was just like a vague, it <laughs> just is a there, just a large giraffe <laughs> is in the game. So is Phoenix Wright the, the 
the person who's going to be doing the third person shooting, uh, is he going to be the giraffe or is he like in a new partnership with uh, somebody who is <laughs> happens to be a big ass giraffe? I, I, I like the hmm. issues that arise here because it, what I'm seeing in my head is that the the camera and the movement is very goat simulator. Uh, but you yeah. you have so much of the screen obscured by the fact that you're a large giraffe. Uh, and yes. that it also makes it nearly impossible to avoid being shot at. So you've got to really just sort of tank your way through this situation. But what, what's being shot at you is facts, facts and data about the case. You're trying to survive the marketplace of ideas. <laughs> oh, no. Then also like the courtroom scenes where it goes back and forth between Phoenix Wright and whoever he's talking to. And it's like somebody on the stand, like denying it. And then when it cuts back to like where the Phoenix Wright character is, it's just the whole screen is filled with the torso of a giraffe. Like it can't, you can't possibly yeah. frame it right. And like the dialogue, like pointer is going way up into a, toward a face you'll never see. He's like really, he's like really, really quiet. Cause he's very far away in the mic. They could only afford mic yeah. like on the podium. <laughs> I love that there's a, there's a mic in this game. For yeah. So, and he's going to be wearing that blue suit as a giraffe yeah. again. Yes. Okay. Very good. Very, very good. So it's a third person. How long shooter. is that necktie? I'm sorry. I just need to get that out there. Well, the the necktie starts at the nape of the neck. It doesn't. What does yeah. your necktie start at the top of your neck? I really like the idea of the necktie starting for him from like the jaw. I, I appreciate okay. that he would have the same like large hair, but on, on his scale, it wouldn't be anything like it's a detail for absolutely no one. Yeah. Like, I guess, I guess the draft's hair is spiky, but no one can see up there. Like what it's just, yeah. What is it adding an extra three inches? This is unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. You, you find out like you don't, you actually see it until you watch some YouTube video, like three years later where somebody like data mined and found, Oh, this is what the full model actually looks it, like. It's a boundary break for the character. So this game is Phoenix Wright as a giraffe, but it has all the kind of humor and trappings of a lowland executor is basically like <laughs> the heat that we're bringing here. Cam, what were you about to say? I, I was thinking like maybe it's a third person shooter in the sense that you're like trying to get past things and you're just trying to like, there's just a fuckload of like big game hunters that are trying to take you down. Oh, or okay. So we've done like a metaphorical version of a Phoenix Wright game before um, where like it was crossed over with Persona and Looney Tunes and like you had to like go into people's minds and like make them guilty or whatever. I don't remember. Um, so it was a Psychonauts Phoenix, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really Holy shit, wrong. is Persona is Persona just Psychonauts? Persona 5 is just anime Psychonauts, basically. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I want to get away from the like, oh, like the, the shooting is is like a metaphor for changing your ideas or whatever, right? So I really do like the idea that this is explicitly he is in like the Sahara, (laughs) like, (laughs) like this is just like, uh, oh man, uh, in the lion, no, the jungle book, there was like a court where like they, didn't they like have to like sentence Shao Kahn, Shao Kahn. Wow. 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 What the fuck? What the fuck is that dumbass panther's you're, name? You you remember how the Lion King takes place in Outworld? Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, my caffeine has not kicked in yet if you hadn't <laughs> been able to tell. So, okay, anyway, there is a, a court 
like a fake court scene, I think, in either The Lion King or The Jungle Book. I fell asleep during, I think, both of those movies. I don't know. There's a court of animals, and maybe, like, you're defending, like, somebody who tried to steal from the waterhole or whatever. And you're Phoenix Wright, the big-ass giraffe, the only animal that is in clothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's what the game is that's sort of the heat that I'm that I'm bringing right now is that Shao Kahn yeah. is in is in the Lion King and your Phoenix right. I think that Jesus. What, what I would like it to be and and either this is this could this works equally well in the courtroom setting or or in the Sahara is the idea that um you are indeed a giraffe practicing law and that everyone else <laughs> is participating in generic law room uh foibles uh but that also there are big game hunters and that maybe that's just not being acknowledged. So if it's in the courtroom, it's one of those things that everyone is just in the courtroom. But at the back of the room, there's like five guys with large like musket, like ball muskets. And that like <laughs> our Phoenix Wright draft knows if he loses this case, he'll be poached. Like that's the that is the ever present <laughs> threat over him is that no one else is paying attention to the fact that he's being big game hunted. But he knows, like he knows if he doesn't, if he doesn't get these next four questions right, uh, he's, he's a rug. That's just how this goes uh, in law. I also like the idea that like when he interrogates uh, witnesses, instead of walking over to the bench, his neck would just lean down from where he's sitting. (laughs) Uh, So just like his face right in their face, but his body doesn't move any closer. (laughs) Now, Mr. Water Buffalo... I like the idea that he is the only like sentient animal and that like all the other animals are just like, they, they don't speak. They just like, you know, make their animal noises and stuff. Like a but... weird, like wild thornberries bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Darwin. <laughs> like, oh dude. Uh, I, 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 I seem to know more about the wild thornberries than I know about Mortal Kombat or Lion King or the jungle. You remember when Shao Kahn was voiced by flea from the red hot chili peppers? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, no, I, I like the idea that you're in the Sahara and you are Phoenix Wright, the big giraffe who wears a suit from, from whence we do not know where it came from. (laughs) Like you have your clients, like a water Buffalo that like maybe did or didn't, uh, steal, uh, I don't know. Uh, fruit from somebody. I don't know what. I don't know what kind of crimes Sorry. you can do in the. Go the back oak. to the the water <laughs> buffalo that loves fruit. That's what we're working with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Sure. All right, no, Mister. That's fine. All right, Mister. The. Hey. All right, Mister. The pitch. What do you got? <laughs> okay, so you're defending these animals, and so we need to put it in like game. We need to gamify it a little bit more, right? It's a third person shooter. Man, I'm on like some banjo kazooie shit, and I'm just imagining uh, Phoenix Wright, the big ass giraffe, shooting like again fruit out of his big long neck. Like <laughs> kazooie shoots eggs out of his out of her mouth, which is like also fucking crazy to think about. I, I think it would be important that the the third person shooting segments uh, be very gritty and involve a, a lot of Gears of War style cover based uh, stuff, which is fucking useless for a gigantic giraffe. Like yes. his body can hide behind these like concrete like slabs but then his head is just sticking up there like you know what i am not gonna do well with this yeah and like likewise if he tries to go like you know horizontal his neck will be sticking out this the side i like that a lot um what are, are we is are we giving this giraffe guns cam fuck it 
I mean, like he he's got it. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> so I I, th- I think that if we are going to do the like that Gears of War thing, like I, I think at some point once you get past the courtroom, you've got to fucking stick it to these big game hunters in the only language oh. they know how. And so we just give a giraffe guns. Sure. <laughs> so, so this is Phoenix Wright packing heat. I I think we go. I think we go back. I don't. I don't think we do guns. I think that we use. His inherent skill set, which is that uh, the the baddies out in the world, I think uh, he should have to get up close quarters uh, and in a melee way uh, subpoena them. Oh, like uh, you've been subpoenaed, and then they're 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 fucking out. Like they just have to go to court now. <laughs> they're just super dejected. They're like, oh fuck, man, I don't have time for this. CQ subpoena. <laughs> like he's got to do some like fucking karate, and then like staple some papers to a guy and it's like oh man i was poaching and then he leaves that's very good i like that a lot uh we need to come up with a name and maybe some sort of like more plot elements before we can be uh shuffled loose from this uh horrible game coil here you're phoenix right the giraffe there's like this a b kind of thing where you're in a courtroom defending water below or whatever the fuck i said and then <laughs> you're also doing like cartwheels and karate to serve uh poachers uh papers like just vague papers that <laughs> send them away i, I guess like, I, I like the idea that you just like open your mouth on that fucking long giraffe tongue it's just like an actual like court document you serve to them <laughs> oh he's a member of the the black tongue association like the black hands <laughs> yes. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this is phoenix right colon you got served in parentheses, papers. I think it's a uh, Phoenix Wright uh, colon uh, the long neck of the law. Woo! Yeah, that's good. That's very good. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. All right. That's that's very good. I enjoy that greatly. Okay. That's very powerful. <laughs> Phoenix Wright colon the long neck of the law. Is this going to be for like what is this going to be for PS4, PS5? I guess we got to start saying. Um, Switch. Like what are we what are we doing here? Are we going to have some HD rumble functionality in this? <laughs> I think I think maybe it could be for the switch and we could like shoehorn in some horrible like uh, motion controls with mo- the you control the neck with ex- the joy cons like two on top of each other. You're, you're my soulmate cam because that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. You have to make a giraffe neck with the joy con and serve papers in a horrible <laughs> like almost we music ask motion <laughs> in order to serve these Dr. Livingston, I presume, ass folks uh, <laughs> papers. It's very Jesus. good. Phoenix Wright, the long neck of the law. The caffeine's kicking in, so I promise when we do our next game, which we're going to do after this break, I'm going to be totally jazzed. So let's take a break. And we are back, and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new, never-before-seen game. Cam, hit it. All right, we have a Hitman game. Yes. That is a micro game collection, uh, but it's a Tiger uh, Tiger Electronics handheld. Oh, no. Ge- generally, this is this is a good idea. This is amazing. Yeah. Yes. Honestly, I'm like, I saw this. I'm like, okay, I, I would totally like play and buy a series of these. Look, anyone that played Hit- Hitman Go knows that like you can just have a lot of fun in this world in totally. the dumbest, smallest yeah. game form imaginable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
it's it's funny because the normal Hitman games, like the the most recent ones, uh, they're almost mini game collections in that there's like just a wealth of random shit you can like go do and like play dress up and like strangle this guy or go over here and yeah. shoot this guy. So I like the idea that this is just a mini game of like different ways to kill people, like a mini game collection where it's this is like um, Agent Forty Seven colon Smooth Moves. <laughs> 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 Hitman DIY. Hitman DIY is very good. Uh, it's like KIY, like kill it yourself. Yeah. So I'm 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 visualizing this as like a series of Tiger like electronics right. handhelds. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like 66 all in like the same like set. <laughs> totally. Or there has to be 47 of them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> I just like the idea of just this like shitty Tiger electronics handheld like graphic style. Of just like a small bald man sneaking up behind this rich dude in a chair and just strangling him out. Yeah, with with like one bit sound effects. Like, yeah. <laughs> I I recently just got uh, my girlfriend and I just got the new Tamagotchi on, and like so I'm very into the idea of like a little bespoke electronic thing, and like I like the idea of it coming in. You get this giant chest, like delivered to your house and it has like 47 different tiger electronic things that you have to play sequentially all of them take eight double <laughs> a batteries Yo! like it, no, it costs more to buy batteries to fuel this <laughs> they, t- they take they take c batteries just to make it look just like a pain in the ass um and like you have to play them sequentially right so like once you complete one you have to like link it up with the next one almost like the original digimon electronics yeah or it like gives you a passcode or something yeah to tr- transfer your save data to the next one <laughs> so that you can play this this uh this agent 47 game oh when you've got them all assembled it makes a life size agent 47 and he kills you <laughs> <laughs> for buying this stupid stupid game yeah okay okay so Instead of just having this be, like, just some sort of, like, random, like, collection, having them, like, have some sort of plot significance, like, Mm -hmm. all 47 of these link up, and, like, if you play from 1 to number 47, at the very end of it, it's, like, you going through the 47 stages of, like, an actual Hitman run. Yeah, yeah, no, I I think that it's, like, (laughs) this is gonna be the first open-world Tiger Electronics... game i i recently saw the uh you uh, a friend was putting up collections of uh trailers for all the tiger uh games mm-hmm. and the like uh from back in the what they were writing on saturday morning cartoons uh mm-hmm. and especially uh the mortal Kombat and mortal Kombat 2 ads uh just showed a mix of live action fighting and what was very visibly just like footage from the arcade cabinet versions and then would splice in every once in a while the slightest frame of what the Tiger one actually was where a character could be in <laughs> one of three locations. Uh, and it was just wild to me because like we live in a time now where like if you don't put in the corner of the screen that like this was captured from in-game footage or whatever, you're doing crime. Uh, and so the yeah. idea of like telling kids like, yeah, this is the one that you can take on the bus with you. And it looks exactly like what you're going to find in the arcade is just so uh, delightful to me. So I love, I'm already jumping to like the, uh, the major motion picture version of the trailer that we're putting out that in no way reveals what you're getting in this box of sadness. Yeah, because I, I remember all those commercials and like, I'm going to be 30. And like, so I'm I'm in the prime like sort of zone where those games were being advertised to me as a kid. And I remember being like, oh, man, that's going to be so cool. And every time I would get one, I'd be like, ah, this fucking sucks. <laughs> 
<laughs> though, you know, like even as a kid, I wasn't like, oh, it's the game I know, but in a smaller, no, it was just like, oh, this is dog shit every time. My first exposure to the video game Primal Rage was actually the Tiger Electronics version. It's probably as good as the real one. <laughs> yeah, like I played the shit out of that and I don't know why. But like whenever I went to play the actual game, I'm like, what the fuck is this realistic ass bullshit? <laughs> what is this graphics? Yeah. <laughs> what is this shadows? <laughs> was it was it Tiger Electronics that had its own little like fake ass console that you would like the cartridges would have the the screen with the possible the like one bit shitty screen combinations that you would have in there and you would have like different cartridges that would like swap out yes so i have that pulled up on wikipedia right now it's literally called game.com oh come on oh really really i'm not shitting you <laughs> tiger game.com i'm gonna look it can this be up. connected to a 14.4 kilobit per second modem for internet connectivity Holy shit. hence its name rentering.referencing.com Oh my god. It was the first video game console to include a touchscreen. I'm trying to search for this, but all I'm finding is dot by dot pictures of tigers. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's why they had to shut it down. <laughs> okay, no, they it's put okay. Resident Evil 2 on this thing. Oh no. Now see, what I was talking about was an even earlier version of something like this, but I this the the it still stands that maybe instead of, you know, 47 different um handhelds it's you get a game.com sent to you and you have to uh plug in your cable your landline in order to download more games that sucks the the 99x games version of resident evil 2 which is a handheld a la tiger uh does include the Ooh. fact that you have your friend uh buy one and then you plug it in head to head to play against each other so we're not far off with this system linking great thing. great <laughs> It seems like one no, of you I, plays I, the zombie and one of you plays the human. It's just the two of you fighting each other. You know, Resident <laughs> Evil 2. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amazing. I actually, you know, I'm thinking about like getting like box sets of like vinyl sets and stuff like that. And like, I actually really do enjoy the idea of getting a bunch of Tiger Electronics and like this nice this nice case sent to you, but then it ends up being a shitty Hitman minigame collection. The case has to be a briefcase, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. Okay. And every time you try to touch it, it flies away. Yeah, no, it, that's fucking great. You just throw it and it just slowly follows somebody. <laughs> I think that's very good. So what are the minigames that we're going to be covering in this? It's going to be like how to you know, choke somebody with piano wire or. Yeah. How so I, th I think we need to, we need to really like tell a story of the Hitman experience through all 47 <laughs> of these games. We like, you start out and you're just like, like the first thing is maybe you're just like sitting on a bench reading a newspaper and the game is like putting the newspaper down and finding somebody to follow. And then like the next one is walking into a certain building and then like figuring out the right way to open this door. And then the one after that is like, okay, well this person is here. So now, we need to figure out a way to silently take them out and the next one is you stealing their clothes like i'm talking like literally every single minor step of yeah. the hitman process should be one of these games i like the idea that one of them is just like overhearing somebody's conversation like that's all totally, you do you just yeah. read it on this tiny terrible screen and then you just put that one yeah. down yeah there's like voice acting in the sense that it's just a couple of beeps <laughs> oh that's my guy <laughs> yeah oh shit 
I like the idea that you were like, oh, I need to find the guy to trail. And it's like, how are you going to even tell the difference between people on this <laughs> shitty, this uh, shitty one of them? Screen. One of them is just a guy and one of them is a guy with a hat. Okay. So yeah, this is Hitman versus hat guy. Um, and so what are you, what are you going to get when you get to the end? Is it just like you just kill the guy and then that's the end of the game? I guess that's how all you have, you have to escape end. also. Okay. Oh, which yeah, means you have to go back through all 46 that led to that Whoa! point. Yes. Yeah. As yeah. you disassemble you to... your monstrosity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to e- you have to egress through the entire Oh my god. This is going to be like a $700 uh, <laughs> Hitman game. That is not fun and is borderline mean-spirited. What if we what if we make it episodic? Oh, no. And like we just release like we just send out tiny briefcases one at a time. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like a new 47, like, uh, you know, twice a quarter. <laughs> yeah, I'm also super into that. Like every single map is like a different set of 47 Tiger Electronics. <laughs> and, and, and there will also be like in the, the actual Hitman games, there will be elusive targets, which is yeah. like you can you can only kill like Gary Busey this weekend or whatever. Um if you don't, it breaks and you have to buy another one. No, if you don't check your mail, like if, if I'm in like fucking Fiji for a weekend and they send me an elusive target, that shit's going to explode in, the, <laughs> in in my mailbox. It's like you didn't you didn't go and kill Alec Baldwin. So now now you have to get a new mailbox, <laughs> which is probably the most this show thing I've ever said. Yeah. So so can we just like call this Hitman the Tiger Electronics Collection? We could. I, I, I do like I do like the idea of calling it the Tiger Electronics Collection because that makes it seem very pretentious. <laughs> oh yeah, like the the prestigious. <laughs> yes, yes, the Hitman. You too can be one with Agent Forty Seven by <laughs> by by purchasing the Tiger Electronics Collection. This premium electronics experience will put you in the shoes of Agent Forty <laughs> 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 Maybe they'll try to make a stupid movie about uh, this one, too, like they did with the past couple iterations yeah. <laughs> of it, man. Oh, my God. Okay, so we need, to, we need to nail down what the name of this horrible, horrible, shitty, no good game collection is going to be called. I, I still I still like the collection idea. Maybe it's Hitman colon the Tiger Electronics Collection colon episode one. <laughs> colon Tiger's Blood. <laughs> tiger's blood yeah Ooh. all of them are just tiger puns Ooh, i like the the like cavalcade of like subtitles is yeah very good okay so yeah. can, can you possibly repeat what you just said yes so, I can... so hitman colon the tiger electronics collection colon i have the tiger one colon colon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, colon Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> colon Tiger's Blood. <laughs> this no, is that's gonna... episode two. That's episode two. Don't get, we don't want to spoil that shit. Oh my God. That's, that's very good. I think that's going to be the name of this episode just so that I can put out the most <laughs> like completely batshit insane title I can and just have like, you know, Alec Bobko is going to be reading his, his podcatcher and being like, like what oh the fuck? no. Oh God. <laughs> So that's very good. So it's Hitman colon the Tiger Electronics Collection colon episode one colon Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger. Got it. Yes. Got it. Perfect. DLC edition. This, <laughs> D- yeah. 
Who are our elusive targets going to be? Is it going to be like the entirety of the band Survivor? Okay, <laughs> I think they're already all dead anyway, but which is ironic. I, I, I'm I'm very down for the Baldwin's pack. Yes, yes. all the Baldwin's <laughs> in order of of best to worst. Oh shit! Agent Forty Seven's bald and. And you, there's some sort of connection here we can I like the, I like the idea that as part of this project, we're putting together like a canonical best to worst list of the Baldwins. <laughs> Tune into our new podcast, The Baldwins <laughs> Ranked, where, where each week we go through a new Baldwin. Welcome to Baldwin or Lose. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Baldwin, loser draw. Oh, my God. I need to get the fuck out of this podcast. <laughs> so that's gonna, that's going to bring us to the end of this program for today. But first, let's go over some patch notes. This is where Cam goes through some listener submitted ideas for use in future episodes. And remember, you can submit words by tweeting us at, at the NES pod or posting in our Patreon. Cam, what have we got? Uh, this week, we have added the following to the machine. Uh, the IP Saints Row was submitted by at AlBob875. Uh, in the style of Eye of Judgment was submitted by at Jacob McCourt. And also from at Jacob McCourt was the twist that it uses the Wii Zapper. Uh, this brings our potential game total to 31,476,312 games. This is, I just like seeing that number go up. It goes up like at least a million per episode now. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's getting too powerful. Brock, thank you so much for guesting today. Where can people hear slash see more of you? Uh, I am at Brock Wilbur on all social media platforms. I'm the editor-in-chief at uh, The Pitch KC. Uh, and uh, if you enjoy video games, which some of you might if you sat around to suffer through this shit, um, I have a book <laughs> coming out uh, via Boss Fight Books uh, about the video game Postal that I have co-written with Nathan Rabin. Uh, and that should be Whoa. via a tweet I just got out next month. Uh, so that's exciting. Amazing. Cool. <laughs> that's, that's very cool. I like that most of those books are like Final Fantasy, you know, five or whatever. It's like, oh, cool. The special little story. And then you're like, no, nah, I'm doing one on Postal. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I think it's the only one in the series where like everyone, everything in that series is like, this is how World of Warcraft helped me connect with my stepfather. Uh, and yeah. ours was one where we both pitched things that weren't quite right. Uh, but Nathan's been my writing hero for forever. And he became like the best man at my wedding. Uh, and they were like, what if you guys wrote one together? Uh, and Nathan mostly took on the UV bowl movie adaptation and you wrote up what the fuck was wrong with postal, the video game, which was a game that I had <laughs> played once uh, when I was a child and not since then and found to be utter fucking trash. And I was like, yes, that's perfect. Uh, and people were very mad when it was announced as a Kickstarter. Like there were a few people that were like, you know, they made like pro Gamergate DLC a few years ago. Like, why would you be giving them a platform? And these were people that knew me and were friends. And I was like, hold up. Do you think that anything I have to say about the video game Postal is going to sell <laughs> a single fucking unit of that video game? Do you think like, yeah, we had to put out sort of a thing that was like, did you know that art criticism uh, needs to also involve criticism <laughs> of bad art, uh, lest we make the same mistakes again. Uh, and and uh, so that became kind of a journey. And I actually went to Arizona to meet with the creators of the game and they were exactly what you'd expect. So uh, it is, uh, yeah, it's a, it is the angriest book in the boss fight book series. I think you will find. <laughs> Isn't that the game where Gary Coleman pees on people? Absolutely. It is. It's the second one. Uh, <laughs> 
And I focus a lot on the first one, which is less funny than that. So. Oh, no! <laughs> Oh the uh, the first one so, ends with you shooting up a grade school, and that came out a year before Columbine. So waka waka. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> which which the real problem is that like I spent three years on this book, and it's been done so many times, and then we keep having different shootings, which keeps pushing it back yeah. because the more that we do this, the more that the current administration keeps pulling back in. The same bad faith actors from like 1997 to come to the White House as they were pulling in back then. The the guys Ooh. that are like, actually, you know what the problem is? It's these violent video games. And they're still citing the same games. And it's been 20 fucking years. And I was like, wow, all these guys that I, I was writing about as how fucking dumb they were in 97. It's more than 20 years later. And they're back, baby. Back in the White House. Back, <laughs> back telling the president that he's good and smells nice and is not a baby. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so it, it, I know there's a lot of things to bring a lot of people down, but I felt like I was going through my own special hell being like, oh, yeah, just, okay, the, the video game lawyer man is back, and uh, and all these other, <laughs> like, fucking idiots. And I was like, all right, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, we're just uh, we're just doing it again. Uh, nothing will ever change, and this is how we all die. Ha-ha. Yay. So, yeah. At some point, my, a few months ago, my editor just had to say, like, you know, it's not going to get any better. I think we should call it. And I was like, that's the saddest note I've ever gotten. But yes. that's what, yeah, that's what you want to hear from an editor. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of calling it good, because that's as good as we're going to get. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, if you want bonus episodes, early episodes, shout outs or access to the robot yourself, please check out our Patreon. The link is in the description. And if you don't have any cash to throw away, we'd really appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're on. And please consider leaving a five star review because it really does actually help us out. Patreon shoutouts for this week include Alec Bobco, Andrew Feisner, Colin McCasey, DK42, Erica Scherer, Mikey Phillips, Ms. Shelby Ray, Sammy Valori, and Yapat. I can be found at at Giant on Twitter. And I can be found at at TheCamdyMan. And this has been the New Entertainment System Podcast. And as always, life is a video game. No matter how good you get, you are always zapped in the end. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, gamers, right? <laughs> Okay, let's finally stop recording. Okay. <laughs>